0: Hello everybody, welcome back to the podcast, my loves. It's Christy Dole. You're listening to When Hustle Meets Flow. I want to begin our begin our session today, begin our practice with three nice deep full breaths. So I'm going to invite you to just wherever you are, take a nice deep breath in. Allow your belly to fill up. Notice if you're breathing into your chest, if you are just kind of intentionally, that just means think about it. Bring that breath into your belly and then exhale through the mouth. Let's do that again. Nice full breath in. Holding the breath at the top. And this time when you exhale, I just want you to imagine all your energy dropping down into your feet and then finally into the earth and the earth kind of holding that energy. So exhale. We'll do that one more time. Holding at the top. And then exhaling visualizing, sensing, feeling, imagining, or just thinking about that breath drawing down into your legs, down through the feet and being absorbed through the earth. So if you're ever looking for a way to ground yourself, if you're ever feeling anxious, if you're ever feeling like, you know, your thoughts are just racing and it's hard for you to kind of land, that's a really good breath that I just taught you. So welcome, welcome, welcome back to the podcast. I want to kind of set up my scene here. It is, this is the first podcast I'm recording of the new year. Um, the first podcast that was released, I had recorded in December. So I am sitting in my office in my new setup. Um, I My desk went from the middle of the room to now it's up against the window. It is facing the backyard. And when I just look out the window, all I see are beautiful trees and tree branches that are bare because it's winter time here in New England, um, set against the blue sky. Um, I see my neighbors. I see my yard, my beautiful, beautiful yard that my husband has done such a beautiful job of making ours. We have a uh, stone wall that he built himself um, that kind of separates the last quarter of our yard from like the rest of the three quarters of it. Um, during COVID, my husband had, uh, built a garden. It was like the COVID garden. It was a butterfly garden. It was so beautiful. And then, um, a tree fell <laughs> on it and it's still there, but, um, most of the like butterfly bushes and stuff have survived. But so yeah, I'm just sitting in my, my new setup. And now because my desk is against my window, Um, I have this big open space in my office that I have been meditating, stretching, dancing, doing yoga. Um, I plan on taking clients from this space. I I plan on, you know, when when I teach breath work, I plan on, you know, sitting in this space rather than from my desk. So I'm very, very loving my new setup here. And that is where I'm coming to you from. Also, a new addition to my office is my husband got me a beautiful kind of wood, um, raw edge wood table that I now have my altar on. So I have a picture of me as like a three-year-old. I have this beautiful Buddha that it's like a smiling Buddha, I think they call it, or the laughing Buddha, but it's just um. A figure, a statue of of a Buddha just smiling makes me feel so loved every time I look at it. I've got crystals, um, a piece of wood that has moss growing on it from one of my hikes, and a single rose is on my altar right now, as well as some pine cones. I have a shell with my incense and my sage, and then um, an animal card that I had picked a couple days ago. And on my desk, I have a beautiful. um, Oh, I'm blanking on the name of the plant, but you know, those plants that are red that people always get for Christmas time? I forget the name. I have one of those on my desk. I have a picture of me as a 16 year old. I have a succulent plant that I'm not doing a great job (laughs) taking care of. Um, And then I have a ton of crystals on my desk. And I also have. A, a cup of my winter's tea that I have been making and am obsessed with. If you follow me on Instagram, you have seen me posting about this. But if you live anywhere where there is pine, white pine, um, balsam fir, like literally any kind of pine, you can take the needles and seep them in water and make tea with it. So I have in my teacup, um, I have white pine needles. So I went on a hike today and I just kind of grabbed a branch and brought it home with me and took a handful of needles off, um, a cinnamon, a half a cinnamon stick and a small piece of fresh ginger that's peeled. And then I just put some hot water over it. The smell of it is so yummy. And the oh God, it just, it tastes so amazing. And pine is good for so many things. You should really Google it, but it's great for, um, your lungs, for your congestion. And obviously being winter time, you want to be on top of that area of the body that tends to be where cold and flu hit. So yeah, I'm just sitting here really enjoying this moment. And also I want to I've made a commitment to myself to bring more of the messiness to um, to my to my content. Um, because I know for me, I've gone through a decade of consuming information from people that I thought had it all together. And I thought that you know they had the answers, they had the codes, they had the plan that I just didn't know and what i have found is that that's just not true <laughs> um that when i put my power in someone else thinking that they have the answers i immediately am giving my own up um so i've want i'm wanting to come here and show more of the messy the middle parts the parts that i haven't quite figured out yet um But that I am loving myself through, that I'm holding myself through, because I think that that conversation is as valuable, maybe even more valuable than the before and after conversations. You know, I mean, we've all seen so many before and afters, whether it's a physical before and after, or an emotional, or a financial. And I really think that there's some juice, there's some meat, there's some learning, there's like a ton of value in the messy middle. So I'm coming to you from this uh, place. I, I'm The more and more I talk, the more I'm feeling more grounded, but I was feeling very, very anxious today, um, mostly around finances. Um, I think we all have a thing that is the thing that we're here to sort of learn and grow through. Um, I know some people are in and out of relationships and that's their thing. I know some people that are, you know, in and out of careers and that's their thing. Um, I know there's people that are, you know, up and down with their health and that's their thing. And I think my thing um, is too, is uh, friendships and um not necessarily money because I'm good with money. I can make money. Um, I, that, that has been proven over and over again to me. I think it's just the relationship with money. I think it's the longevity of money. Um, so yeah, I'm just sitting here in this new place in my life where my husband has recently, um, when, when did this happen? I think it happened in the late summer, early fall. Of last year. Ooh, just took a sip of my tea. The one thing about pine needles in tea is that it tends to. <laughs> I just let it all seep in there. I haven't separated it, so sometimes I'll I'll get a pine needle in my mouth. Um, yeah, I'm sitting in this new space in my life where my husband, um, at the end of last year, got a promotion and a raise. <laughs> like. Nearly increased his salary by like nearly 30%, um, which is such a blessing. Like, wow, we I'm so happy for him. I'm so proud of him. Um, and this is the first time that I've ever kind of been in this situation where I'm not the one that is um, bringing in the most money. I'm not the one that, yeah. And It's giving me anxiety, (laughs) not because like, trust me when I tell you there is a huge part of me that has taken a deep sigh of relief and is just kind of like, oh my gosh, like this is what I've always dreamed of. You know, this is what I've always, always dreamed of. Um, I think it's an anxiety that I'm not going to find my way back to where I was. So, in corporate America, I I did well, obviously, and then becoming an entrepreneur, it's it, it's been up and down. It's it's been a roller coaster, that is for sure. Um, and the last few years, I've really intentionally wanted to create an energy where it's not a roller coaster, where it's steady, um, where it's um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's steady it's reliable and i'm in a moment right now of my business and of life where i'm in a contraction and i've been here before and i know what's on the other side i know that something is birthing through me i know that i know all this but yeah i'm just having i'm having a lot of feelings about my worthiness. Um, am I, am I doing enough? Am I being enough? Am I enough? You know, um, I still need to, um, contribute. And, you know, my husband said to me, um, he said, you know, Christy, these are, he's like, we're not, you know, I'm in my forties. He's going to be 40 this year. Actually. He's like, you know, we're in our forties. Like this is the time to like really, build our nest egg and really, and I, I so agree with him. And there's just something that is here for me to sink into, right? When I say I'm in a contraction, I want you guys to think of a baby being born, okay? A baby being born naturally. The woman, her uterus is literally contracting and pushing the baby out, contraction by contraction. And contractions are painful. <laughs> They're really really painful and if you've ever been a woman who has been laboring um you know without drugs and the only reason why I say without drugs not there's no shame at all. It's just you don't feel the contraction when you're when you have an epidural. So if you've ever had a contraction, I mean it's like you you can feel it coming and then it's like boom, there it is. You're in the height of it, you're in the height of it and then it slowly starts to dissipate, slowly starts to dissipate. And then it's 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 a roller coaster, right? It is a roller coaster. It's like up down, up down and then at the end of it, you've got your baby. And it was all worth it. And that's kind of the moment that I'm in. And the anxiety um, is present. and I believe the anxiety is present because I feel shame and I feel guilt, that I'm not making as much as him right now, that I'm not contributing, you know, to the bottom line financially. like I wish I could be. Um, yeah, that's that's really present and also what is present is knowing that this is just a moment that this is a contraction that i am adding value in many many ways um that this idea that i'm not adding value because i'm not bringing in as much money as i want to be is conditioning from the patriarchy um that is not true that is meant to disempower us so there's a lot <laughs> that's present and a lot that's going on that I'm working through real time and I just really want to see and acknowledge anybody out there who is going through their thing whatever your thing is and you're just wanting it to be better you're just ready to you know step into that new reality where it's not so hard I just want to say I see you um And the thing, the only thing that I have control over that I'm going to advise to you is to hold yourself with grace as you're moving through this. So what does that mean? It means being really nice to yourself. It means being kind to yourself. It means giving yourself grace grace is just giving yourself the benefit of the doubt allowing yourself to be where you are without completely making it wrong um it means to just be really loving to yourself and and not judging yourself so what that looks like for me is just i'm c- continuously telling myself like i am adding value i am worthy i am good um, money doesn't equal worthiness. Money doesn't equal value. Money doesn't equate more than love or nurturing or attention. And those are all things that I have control over that I can give myself, my family, my husband, my community. So I, I really believe I did all my intentions and and all of that for the new year. And you know, this is to be determined if how this all plays out, but what I really got for myself this year, hang on, I'm just, every time I stop, it's because I'm taking a sip from my winter's tea. Everything that I got from the journaling and just from my own intuition is that this year, and the reason why I share this is because I, I believe with my whole heart that those of you who are in my community, that listen, that share the podcast, that find me, you guys are my... We we signed a soul contract before we got here. We signed a soul contract for me to lead the way by speaking my truth, speaking my experience, and you gaining value from it in some way. If you ever become my client, we have signed that soul contract before we were even mm-hmm. born, that we would be in each other's lives. And you know, when you work with me, you absolutely learn a lot and things shift, but I also learn from you and my life shifts when, when somebody is in my energy. And so it's, it's a co-creative process. So I believe that, you know, if I'm going through something, I believe that it's alive in some way for you. Maybe it's not finances. Maybe it's your health. Maybe it's your um relationship with your husband maybe it's your relationship with your kids maybe it's your relationship with your parents um maybe it's just you feeling purposeful like we all have a thing that we're always kind of learning learning lessons integrating incorporating you know messing up like we we all do so i'm sharing this with you in hopes of that um i literally forgot what i was saying <laughs> either way um a lot of this oh i'm sharing this with you because when i went to do my journaling um i kind of realized that 2023 isn't going to be this i mean of course it could be like miracles happen every day and but and it's not like um this isn't coming from like a oh i'm giving up like no 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 this is coming from more of a graceful divine surrendering. And what that is, is I just, I believe for me and for those of you listening, 2023 is going to be a year of more unfolding, more unpacking, more realizing, more neural pathways connecting in new ways they haven't before, right? All of this is what I believe. I believe that these unfoldings, these new connections being made, these new awarenesses, these paradoxes, these, um, these things that shift and shape the way we see the world and see ourselves, I believe that those things happen first and then the big birth comes, right? I believe that all of that is part of the contractions. I believe that 2023 is going to be more of an unfolding. Simultaneously, it's going to be filled with abundance and joy and health and love and happiness and all of that. And I also just really believe that it's kind of more an unfolding. And the reason why, which is really the topic of today's podcast as we're like 19 minutes into it, (laughs) I believe the reason why is because a new earth is being born. And I wanted to take the time to discuss with you all what I mean by a new earth. You may have heard this in movies. You might've heard this in magazines. It's, it's definitely a term that has been um, coined and talked about for several years. Um, a new earth to me, okay, so let me kind of back it up. My um, amazing, amazing fairy support coach, magical witch woman, her name is Ashley. She's just incredible. Um, She was asking me, you know, for 2023, what does my business stand for? And without question, I just, you know, I, I heard the question. I took it in. I paused for like a moment. And then I just kind of took my hands out made almost like a little sweeping uh, gesture in front of my heart. It kind of just like, boom, like this is what it is. And my business stands for building a new earth, to teach you tools to awaken as the new earth is being birthed so that you can actively build the new earth in your life. And it was just as clear as day. Like, what is my business here for? It's a stand for building the new earth and to help you build a new earth within your own life. Because in order for things to happen on a macro level, they have to be happening at the micro level. So my intention is to help anyone that wants to be in my community and work with me to teach them how to build this new earth in their own life which then in turn builds the new earth on the on the macro level. And I believe that's why I'm here. Hands down. Everything. I remember being five years old and learning about Adam and Eve and just kind of thinking this this doesn't seem like the whole truth. you know I can remember being um, in college and you know, just really looking at what my options were, like find a job work for the rest of my life. And there's something about that that just didn't feel right. Um, I can remember being pregnant and the doctors telling me that my kids are going to need this and that and this shot and that shot, you know, the moment that they're out of my body. And I just thought that doesn't seem right. Um, You know, I've had people in my family who are, you know, very into the church tell me that if I don't bring, you know, the church into my life my marriage won't last something about that didn't feel right and so i think i've i've been kind of a maverick if you will um with society since i was young and i just it's starting to become more and more clear to me why i'm here who i'm here to help and so i really want to just define what i mean by new earth oh man it's a big topic Okay. So in order to define what the new earth is, I think we need to kind of really talk about, I guess, old earth, (laughs) that would be, or the current society that we're living in. You know, the current society that we're living in, and, and I'm talking to America, I'm talking to people in Western civilizations. I can't really talk to people in Iran or, or, you know, the Middle East or or Thailand, like I, I, you know, I, I can't talk to that, but I am talking to Western cultures. The society that we live in has been really been based on many, 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 many lies and untruths. And those lies and untruths were, were put in place to keep us in order And I like to give the benefit of the doubt wherever I can. So I will say, you know, I understand why um, the patriarchy made up these rules for society. Um, I think mostly it's, it's to keep us kind of safe from one another. Like it's important to have rules and laws, like don't kill people, don't steal, like all of that is important. Um, but anything to the ex- to the extreme is is going to be just that it's going to be extreme it's going to be unhealthy and it's going to be unbalanced. And so the current society that we're living in it's just from religion to education to healthcare to politics to equality to female male stuff. It, it's just um, it's all under an illusion that we are separate. And that we as humans are not connected to our own wisdom. And the bigger theme of that is that God, source, infinite potential, infinite possibilities, universal love is outside of you. So let me just kind of, let me say that another way. Every system and structure that is in place right now where you live is under this umbrella of we are powerless and power lies outside of us, okay? So the church, right? Jesus, Mary, which I'm learning so much about, but just go on a little... um excursion of the mind with me for a moment. And let's just say that Mary Magdalene was never a prostitute, that she was actually a mystic, that Jesus was a mystic, and that the two of them together were the divine feminine and the divine masculine, that they actually taught um, the gospel together, that she had a lot to add in terms of embodiment, and he had what, you know, what he had to add in terms of love. Um, let's imagine that that was true. And that when Jesus passed, um, the Romans, the, the, the Jews at the time, the, they decided, they completely eradicated Mary. Um, they made Jesus this person that seemed non-human, that never sinned, that didn't have a woman, that didn't have sex, that was pure, like this quote, unquote pure. And from that has come the society that we live in now that doesn't trust women, that tells you that God is outside of you, that you have to go to church in order to access God, that you have to, that you can't sin. And if you do, you're going to go to hell. Like it's all stemmed from this illusion and this misunderstanding that, um, that had originated when Christ died this is how i am seeing the society that we live in now the society that we live in now um it's it's all falling under this premise that women are bad they can't be trusted they're not as smart as men and that god is up there in a sky he's judging you he's making sure that you're not doing things that are wrong and if you do you're going to go to hell what that has caused is a society that is that is only motivated to do by fear. And when you have a society that's only motivated out of fear, you're going to have all of these subsets of societies and organizations that are all based in fear. Education is based in fear. Like if you have a child in the in the education system today, you know that it's not It's not teaching them how to be creative and imaginative, and that it's only really teaching to one type of student, and that's a student that can read information and regurgitate it, right? But there's so many other ways to learn. If you look at the healthcare system, it's not healthcare, it's symptom care, right? They're not actually teaching you how to be healthy. They're teaching you how to treat your symptoms, which keeps you in this fear cycle, you know, and this isn't about the vaccines or anything like that. But, you know, if you don't get the vaccine, you're going to die. And if you get the vaccine, you could potentially die right on both sides of the coin. It's fear. If you're looking at, um, you know relationships and things like that. It's like, oh, you know, if if you're alone, you're gonna be have a bad life. You need to find a partner, and if you don't find a partner, then you're not worthy. And da da da. It's all based in fear. And so, this new earth that I speak of is one where fear doesn't exist. Um, and as I say that, I realize you know fear has to exist to keep us safe in some way, but not in the way that it's been infiltrating our lives. Um, Fear in in the new earth, it's going to be led by love. It's going to be a connection with your heart. Um, And the way that we do that and the work that we're doing now is really to decondition from the mindsets, the beliefs, the identities that keep us in resistance to ourselves, that keep us in resistance to life um and this resistance is what causes our suffering um and so the new earth is where that resistance doesn't exist we are connected to our intuition each individual human is connected to their own knowing and because their own knowing is connected to love it's all working out nobody's you know there's there's it's it's hard to explain this type of paradigm Um, and to be honest, I don't know if we're going to, if I'm going to fully see this realized in my lifetime, but I do believe that my grandchildren and their children and their children are absolutely going to be, um, the new stewards of this new earth. And so what i what my business stands for, what this podcast stands for, what all my offerings as a life coach stand for, any brands that I'm affiliated with, they are rooted in love. They are rooted in that highest timeline of love. Um, what would love do? You know, and, and each person gets to answer that for themselves. And it's meant to work in community. It's meant to be a co-creative new earth. Um, that's kind of the beauty of it. And I've mentioned this a few times on the podcast, but human design has cycles, just like astrology and um, Earth itself is is leaving the cross of the planning, which was all about building these systems and these structures. And, you know, that human social experiment has, we see what it's turned into. Um, fear, hate low, low, you know, the, the duality has really um, taken form and taken over. And as we move into the five D, which is all brought on by changing of the, into the age of, out of the age of Pisces into the age of Aquarius, we're leaving the cross of the planning, moving into the cross of the rising Phoenix. It's all meant to be about the individual and knowing that the, my dog is so vocal um she agrees <laughs> but uh the cross of the rising the cross of the rising phoenix is all about the individual rising and i when all individuals rise in the consciousness of love we are all connected i mean we are all connected regardless but this is going to be a new earth where we see that we realize that um And yeah, and the way that you can bring the new earth into your life right now is by really asking yourself, what would love do when you're trying to make a decision in your life, when you're um, trying on a new mindset, when you're deconditioning from old mindsets, what would love do? What would love say? And just start to notice any resistance, which you're going to have some, because sometimes the route that love takes is hard. It's inconvenient. It's not what we want to do, <laughs> right? Um, but but start to examine that in your own life and start to ask yourself, um, if lo- what would if, if love could make the decision right now, what would that be? And then start to notice what gets in the way, and then that's really the work that you get to start to do is um, the way that the new earth is going to be happening in your life is by challenging idea by idea, mindset by mindset, belief by belief, identity by identity, the parts of you that are keeping you from feeling like you deserve the best, that you are love, that you are meant to live in love. Um, It's really just starting to question all the conditioning. And another great way to do that is by simply noticing when you say things like this, it should be this way, or it's supposed to be this way, um, or I need to do this, I have to do this, that's all conditioning. And so a lot of times it's like, okay, I need to pay my bills, right? Of course, you know, as you do this exercise, go through, use discernment. Um, don't put yourself in danger. Like Love would never put you in danger. Love would tell you to pay your bills, but love also would not make you feel wrong or bad if you can't pay a bill one month or if something else is happening in your life that's kind of, it's not looking the way it's supposed to look, right? What would love do in those situations? Love would give you grace. Love would say, hey, the way you are and how you're showing up is perfect for right now. And what can we do to be better next time? Or what can we do to grow this next time? So here at When Hustle Meets Flow, the way that we're going to really bring this new earth into your life is through education. It's through teaching. Um, I think a lot of people really need to understand all the conditioning that they have. Um, A conditioning that affects all of us that I don't think very many people are aware of is the mother wound. And the mother wound exists on a few different levels. The, the mother wound that I'm talking about is the collective mother wound. Um, it's this wound that says we're not good enough, that we don't have what it takes, that it's going to be too hard. Um, that is conditioning from a collective society and consciousness that decade over decade, era over era, generation over generation um things have been set up to to make us feel that way and that's a that's a really big piece that that keeps us stuck. And so if we understood that and we were able to make conscious choices about whether or not that's true for us and what could be true for us and by doing that work, you start to create a new um, landscape that you can then, Create your life, and that's what we're going to be teaching. I teach you the tools like breathwork, meditation, um, practices, ceremonies, things that bring you back to yourself, things that help you remember who you were before life and society and your family colored in the the picture of you. You know that's what we're doing here at When Hustle Meets Flow. So. Um, this podcast is coming out Friday and Friday is, I think the 13th, 14th, either way, um, emotional alchemy is starting on January 18th. I have the doors will be open until we, um, start that day. So emotional alchemy, if you have been like listening to this podcast and you're like, oh my gosh, yes, this is where this feels so true for me. This feels so yes to me. And how do I get there? Like what, how do I bridge where I am to to that, I invite you into emotional alchemy. The first, immediately when you enroll, you get six modules and that's all on deconditioning. It's everything about challenging and kind of cracking through that hard shell of belief that keeps you stuck. And then the live sessions, which begin on January 18th, we're going to meet four times. Um, Those are going to be the tools about, okay, so I have this belief. I'm challenging this belief. Now what? Now we integrate it. Now we let it move through us. Now we alchemize that and we transmute it into a different energy that you know the universe absorbs or mother earth absorbs. And then you are lighter, you're more free, and then you get to decide what's true for you so I'm really, really excited, um, for this round of emotional alchemy. I'm really excited to continue to step forward in my purpose and my Dharma. I'm here to help build the new earth. I'm here to help teach you how to build the new earth in your own life. Um, when we are all doing our part, that's when big changes happen on the collective. All right, guys, I love you. I will see you next week. Have a good one.